0: Hi guys, welcome to the DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. We are bringing you guys TV and film costuming design discussions. We are always in each other's DMs on Instagram. Every red carpet, I am in there chatting with Tyree. We have a good time, and so we wanted to just bring that to a wider audience and see if you guys want to join us in our quest to find some of the best in Costuming in TV and film, and I hope that you will enjoy this series. This is episode one. We are talking about HBO's *Euphoria*. You're tuning in to The DM. My name is Audrey Brienne, and I am an L.A.-based celeb wardrobe stylist.
1: I'm Tyree. I'm a fashion publicist, a fashion enthusiast. I love red carpets, trend forecasting. Mm-hmm. I just love all-around fashion. I'm a fashion... Guru. Guru.
0: <laughs> we are in sunny California here in quarantine, socially distancing from each other. We, we, Why did we start this podcast? Like, um, what do we doing? I
1: don't know initially how it got started, but the idea behind it was we always DM each other. Mm-hmm. Either, like, new red carpet looks. Just anything that comes out, we're always in each other's DMs. So, always in the DMs. So that's why we came up with the DM. And... We were thinking of ideas, I guess, to talk about, like, fashion in television and movies and then how we can transition that into, like, real-life looks with people. Because mm-hmm. so,
0: I think that there's a lot to be said for, like, TV and film costume design. I don't think it gets enough recognition, especially, like, during award season. It does have a category at the Oscars, but it's just—I always am like, oh, I wish costuming had just, like, more eyes on it because it's such a valuable, like— part of what we're watching like you look at a screen and like that's the first things we're seeing are the person's face obviously right. and then what they're wearing it's just as important as the characterization that these actors are like doing is what they're wearing is yeah. like the
1: next most important And it tells thing. the story beyond people's words yeah it helps you figure out like what this character's life is like, what they're going through. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to, like, look into it.
0: Yeah. So, hopefully you guys enjoy this. Like, yes. I think it's an interesting topic. Um, for episode one, we are going to be reviewing HBO's Euphoria.
1: Euphoria. Which
0: is, I think, just such a trendy, cute little show. Very popular right now.
1: <laughs> Zendaya was nominated for an Emmy. I don't know if it's best supporting...
0: Uh, Lead. Best lead
1: actress Mm -hmm. in a drama. Yes. Get it, girl. (laughs) Euphoria is kind of like a teen high school drama. Mm -hmm. It started in 2019. I think I first watched episode one Mm -hmm. in 2019, but then I really finished watching it recently the costume designer is Heidi Bivens, and the makeup artist is Danella Davy. So first, I guess we're gonna talk about Zendaya. Yeah. Um, Zendaya's the lead. She plays Rue Bennett.
0: And Rue, poor, poor Rue. <laughs> <laughs> she just she is a 17-year-old high schooler um, in public school, and she has had a time. Miss Rue is fresh out of rehab. I believe this is her first stint in rehab, but right. like she's had drug problems. It seems like for a while her father is not in the picture. He died suddenly from um, an unidentified illness, but he's out of the picture and that kind of sent her spiraling. Like we learned that through her characterization that, you know, her father's, death really impacted her and that's when she started acting out. But Rue is Rue a bit of a loner. But
1: didn't she start taking his drugs or something? Yeah, okay. to
0: cope with what was happening. I, I'm assuming it was cancer. It seemed like that was kind of... And that was of, them like
1: hanging out. Kind
0: yeah, of. they would hang out because he was in hospice yeah. and so, you know, her dad would get loopy and I think for her to have like a, a familiar like to do something with him with is him. how she started. Yeah. But then it turned into a, like an escapism thing. Yeah. Um, going back to her, she's a loner. She, but she's not unpopular. Like mm. she just kind of floats between crowds. She's not that girl that's in. She's not identifiable of like what group she's in because she's not in one. Yeah,
1: but well, she she's is, definitely like a honestly it's Zendaya. Cool so like I think of her as a cool girl. True. Yeah, like her character, she doesn't really have like a clique to be a part of. Like yeah. She's just who she is.
0: And I like that. She's, she's a little free bird. And we were talking earlier, Tyree and I, like, how do you describe Rue's attire? And it was, I think I said it was sloppy. <laughs> Put, oh, I feel
1: sporty. Yeah, it's like, like she's a, on like the basketball team or something.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a. Oh, I remember. I called it um, trendy sloppy. Yes. Is what she does, and I, I was making fun of. If if she was a different character, I would look at her and be like, oh, okay, she works at the local bodega and like <laughs> is going to sell me catering and like cigarettes. Yeah. Um, It's very laid back. It's masculine. It's comfortable. It's a lot of, like, bowling type of shirts that are just, like, it almost even looks like some of her dad's old stuff. Yeah, she wears a lot of, like,
1: basketball shorts or, like, sweatshorts and, like, tank tops with, like, hoodies. Yep. So it's, like, sporty, but, like, edgy, messy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but...
0: And she has that hoodie. Speaking of hoodies, there's her father left behind this, like, burgundy hoodie that you see it repeated throughout the series that she keeps pulling that on. So that's one of her, like, staple items of clothing that she has. But, yeah, a lot of, like, sports bras and crop tops and tie-dye and, like, kind of acid wash. Very, like, thrift store secondhand looking is what she goes for. And a lot of these looks,
1: this high school, I don't know the name of the high school, but a lot of this stuff would not fly in no. my high school. I don't know about so yours. So much
0: bare midriff <laughs> and like the test you do the fingers test when yeah. you have to put your hands down for girls with your shorts uh, and skirts. skirts, yeah. They are high up on those thighs. And I'm like, like young ladies. the midriffs are all out. Mm-hmm. So. I guess you would say it's not a realistic depiction of high school. <laughs> There's a little bit of realism. You know, there is The drama of high school, there's the sex and the drugs, but it is highly, like, heightened in this show. Like, that was not the high school experience that (laughs) I had at
1: all. No.
0: Um, Even though some of the things they touch on are are things that we can all kind of relate to. Rue, as far as her, like, sexuality, because that's a big part of this show is sex. Yeah. I think it kind of is reflected in the costuming because there's so much skin. We see so much cleavage. Like, the clothing always alludes to sex in some way.
1: like that, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that it's, like, implied, since she's, like, sexually fluid, she doesn't have to be, like, sexy, but mm-hmm. she's still, like, sporty, sexy? We're
0: still supposed to know she's feminine. We're still supposed yes. to be aware of her body in ways. Like, right. some of the things that she wears, it draws attention to her height, her thinness, her, mm-hmm. her you know, um, I was going to say bosom. <laughs> but, you know, like, we are supposed to be drawn to certain areas. A lot of times I notice them drawing attention to her neck. Like, her neck, um, like a bare neck situation. Also, yeah,
1: like, her face is very fresh face. Her mm-hmm. hair is not done. And, like, some of the other characters that we're going to get into have, like, beat faces. Oh, like, my
0: gosh. So beat. So, like, like <laughs> yeah, it
1: plays on her masculine and feminine yeah. Side.
0: I think that's a good segue into one of the other characters, like the second character of the show, which is Jules Vaughn, who's played by Miss Hunter Schaefer. And Hunter Schaefer, this is her first acting gig. She has never done anything prior to this as far as film and television goes. And I think she's killing it in this role. I was floored when I heard that this was her first role that she'd ever taken on. And Jules is a transgender transfer student that is new to the school and she comes in in the summer and ruin her meet by chance and right away Jules is different Jules is loud Jules is in your face Jules is there's like this magical aura to her that like everyone boys and girls are she's very whispered about it's like who's that girl like who's the new girl like and she's got this like long white blonde hair so that also is just very like again, aura about her when she's on screen. She's very mesmerizing, I think.
1: I love the way that her character dresses. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, very, like, bright colors. There's something very secretive and sexy about her, which you'll find out watching the show, like, what the secrets are. And I had no idea. I guess you said it's her first acting gig. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought her character was transgender. I didn't know that she was transgender. Yeah. So I feel like that's cool that they Casting cast a tra- got it right. Yeah, they cast yeah. a trans person,
0: and she is sexually promiscuous. Like, so when we going back to sex, and we're gonna keep talking about that because it's just, <laughs> it's part of the show. It's so highlighted. So she's got an affair going on with one of the mm. characters' fathers, who is by day straight man, <laughs> by evening doing who knows what. Yeah. Um, but he he finds himself with Jules at a motel. He's a handsome. He's, he's very handsome. he's mixed steamy. Is who? Oh yeah. Uh, Eric Dane, Eric I think Dane, is his yeah. name. Um, so yeah, McSteamy is McSteamy. hooking up with a underage girl which oh, that's is not problematic. Good. Yes. <laughs> so right away that's episode 1 and we see that that conflict is going on and I love that you said Jules is secretive because there's this part of her wardrobe that I think plays on that. She always has some sort of a little backpack or some sort of a little clutch like she's always got these accessories on her that have multiple like pockets on it. Yeah. And I remember noticing that and a lot of her stuff is clear and like vinyl mm. or is that what it is the clear stuff? Yeah. I would always kind of Be peeking into her back because I always was like, wait, what is she carrying? Like, she's got that cute little, like, reflective backpack on. So it's funny you say she's secretive because, like, yeah, there's a coyness to how they go about dressing her. We're like, there's little itty bitty things if you look deep enough into her character that she's wearing that start to answer some of these questions because she's got a lot of layers to her. She's very much a little onion, and like, we're peeling away at at her character through the show.
1: Right. So, the next person we're going to talk about, which I am obsessed with, like, personally, I'm like, she would be my best friend, but I probably would secretly hate her. <laughs> Alexa Demi. Um, she plays Maddie. She's a <sighs> captain. Is she a captain? Or she's, she's
0: like, a, I think she's captain. She's, they don't say it. Yeah, but she's
1: on the dance team, which they sure had is. a pep rally. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is not my high school at all. She's very... Sexual with her outfits, Extremely. with how she talks to people. Mm-hmm. She's very direct. She's kind of a rebel, a bad girl. She's dating like this hot guy.
0: Yeah, she's dating Nate Jacobs. Yes, who's played by Jacob eladori He is so cute.
1: Very cute. He's Australian.
0: Yes. So so cute. He's an up and comer and and getting a lot of buzz. But that's her on-screen boyfriend, is Nate, and they are problematic as hell. Like they have got abusive problems going on. I'm just like, these babies are too young for this. Like, how are you already like being emotionally and like verbally abusive to one another? So no one looks at it as picture perfect. They actually for Halloween dress up as Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, really? that's, like, who they are. Like, everyone at school knows that they are volatile and very passionate. Like, no one's really looking at them as, like, a golden couple by Mm. any means. Everyone's like, no, these two have problems and shouldn't be together. But they are. And she's super provocative. Like She's
1: super. One of my favorite (laughs) outfits on the show was when there was a fair. Mm -hmm. And she wore, like, this, like, Christina Aguilera dirty outfit. It was, like, purple spandex or something. Had like the thongs, yeah. Yeah. Cutouts on the side, they look like thong straps or Mm -hmm. something. And Nate was not having it. He was like, go home and change. His poor mother, who doesn't
0: <laughs> like her, was also not having it. I mean, it was a jaw-dropping moment, that <laughs> outfit. When we saw her sashay up in that little that little spandex number, I I mean she was her body's banging. Like yeah. uh, first and foremost, I was like, goodness, she's so fit. But that's where some of the realism, I was like, that wouldn't fly, even at a fair off-ground. But she wears a lot of no separates,
1: way. like mm-hmm. her stomach showing. She does a lot of matchy pieces. Yeah,
0: she's cute at school. Like, yeah. And I know that um, Heidi Bivens was saying, I watched some behind the scenes, and she was saying that a lot of Maddie's school wear that she does when it's like the little cutesy sort of Cher Horowitz, like clueless throwback-looking outfits, those are actually a lot of vintage from the 90s and the 80s. And she's got some Chanel in there. She's got Vera Wang. There's old Betsy Johnson dresses that she's using when you see the little like baby doll dresses with mm. the rosebuds all over. So Maddie's um, bringing a bunch of throwback in there with her wardrobe. I think that she looks great. And Maddie, Maddie and Jules are two of the characters who they have standout makeup going on. Well,
1: that's the thing. How you said Jules, you pay attention to her backpack. Mm-hmm. Maddie, her nails. Yes. I think every time Always I see her, done. her nails are like different. They're yep. done. Like she just is like a boss to me. I yeah. don't know why.
0: She's but, very unapologetic.
1: But then when they were talking about her life, like when she was growing up as a like, kid and she was like a dancer mm-hmm. and then her parents took her out of dance yeah. and they were like, she's the most likely not to work, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, she's like a boss, but she knows that she's going to be taken care of. I don't know. Yeah, she's she like wants a to boss. be taken care yeah. of.
0: And I really like that for one of the first times I've seen portrayed, especially at such a young age, she's not apologizing for the fact that she wants to be taken care right. of when she, she gets older. She's not necessarily looking... To work hard. She wants someone who's going to bring in the money. And she's a very proud homemaker in training. Yeah. Um, And that's
1: definitely portrayed, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay.
0: So red carpet. I know you're wanting to get into that. Um What do we have to say about Miss Zendaya and Hunter and all these lovely girls and what they're bringing to the carpet?
1: Well, we want to keep relatively recent i yeah. want to say but like the main person on the red carpet would be zendaya yep. and then everyone else is like up and coming mm-hmm. but one thing about zendaya i first noticed her in probably 2016 or something mm-hmm. at the met where she wore a Poesi that like she was so lizard. cute yeah but then Ever since there, like the evolution of just her outfits, like her Tom Ford look. Yeah. I don't know how she does like the jumpsuits and she can literally she's wear so anything. She's tall. Yeah. Like
0: her height helps her so much on the carpet. Yeah. She's like a gazelle when right. she's walking down the carpet. I'm always like, look at that beautiful giraffe. Like,
1: so like thinking <laughs> about the show and then like her in real life, like mm-hmm. that's what I said about the show. So different. I'm just like, She is just the cool girl. Like, no matter where you put it, it's like.
0: You can put her in tie dye and (laughs) basketball shorts and like a ratty hoodie, and in the next breath, have her in a Vera Wang. Deep emerald, like bustier gown at the Emmys, and she looks just as comfortable in both of them. Like she wears them like they're like swimsuits, like a second skin. I love the confidence that Zendaya radiates. I love her stylist, Law Roach, La, is amazing. amazing. Uh, shout out to Mister <laughs> Roach. Um, he's lovely. He's actually he's been in our DMs before. Which yes, is I
1: get the DM, yes. <laughs> So we
0: love Law Roach very, very much here, and he and Zendaya make magic together. Yeah, and
1: they've been working together for so long. I think, yeah. like, he is a magician, mm-hmm. and, like, she is pretty, like, perfect, I would say. But them together, every single time, Fire. it's like, okay. Yeah, like, they are incredible. I think they're I, unstoppable. I'm sure they second-guess, like, outfits and have, like, many options, but every time they leave, they have to be, like... We got it. Yeah. We nailed it. And even if
0: they don't get it, you know that they were attempting to get, like, they put forth this effort that I'm always applauding, even if it doesn't hit.
1: And she can switch up her style. So a lot of people try to stick to one thing or Mm -hmm. one style, and she does it all, like, hair, makeup, yeah. everything. Like
0: She does glam, she does modern, she does retro, she does vintage, she does, like you said, everything. She's just a little chameleon with, with her style and I think that it's a very well-deserved spot that she has as one of the most Highly sought after, you know, young Hollywood red carpet starlets, anyways. I think and that she's well not new,
1: she's been around for a minute, mm-hmm. so it's like we've she's seen her evolution. Yeah, it's grown. so cute.
0: Like, I remember the days of her being on the teen choice carpets and like and the Disney,
1: mm-hmm, yes,
0: wearing like keepsake and cameo yes. and stuff. I um, remember even she- like
1: Us Weekly. I think I did a Who Worked Better with her mm-hmm. and somebody else, but she was like a teenager or something, yeah. So.
0: So she's been at it for a minute. So she's our, like, red carpet girl. We were saying earlier, Hunter is very much, Mm. like, an up-and-coming.
1: Hunter is definitely up-and-coming. I think what you were saying, she was a model first.
0: Yeah, she's modeled for everyone from, like, Marc Jacobs to Helmut Lang. Like, she's been on everyone's run, right? Not necessarily, like, couture, but if you look at any, like, American designers and London Fashion Week, like, that girl has... Gone down every catwalk, it seems.
1: And I love her style. It helps that she works with like one of the best stylists doesn't in Hollywood. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. And who's was, her stylist? I think Petra Flannery. Yeah, um, is her stylist. So Petra works Petra with too. like Reese, I believe, mm-hmm. and a couple other people. So does Petra
0: has um, Emma Stone.
1: Emma Stone is like her. So she girl. is in the right hands right now. Oh my gosh! There's a couple <gasps> yeah. of looks. That I don't really care for, but I think she's becoming, she's coming into her own as, like, a Hollywood star. Like, the transition from model to actress and doing red carpets, I feel like she's going to come into that Mm -hmm. because of the way that she looks. She does, like, Rick Owens very well, and I think you, Christopher
0: Yeah, she did a cute little like Christopher Kane moment at the Variety, the Power of Youth event that they hold every year. And like, it's this cute little navy like silk set number. I know you guys can't see it, but like she's got on matching shorts, a blouse, and then she's got sort of like this cloak over everything. But all of it is satin, all of it is navy, and there's white fringe on the edge of everything.
1: And the cool thing about Hunter, because I looked it up, she's around 5 Yeah, I want to say she's super tall, but all of her shoes are like boots. They're clunky. Mm -hmm. They're big. And I think that that's just like kind of cool because she's already so tall and then she's just enhancing her height that sometimes it's kind of like, oh, my God, you're so tall. But it's like really awesome because it's like, oh, wow, like.
0: They're like celebrating it. I think yeah. she's having, you can tell Hunter is having so much fun on the carpet. Yeah. I love that about her. So she wore this controversial Givenchy to <laughs> the Oscars Vanity Finger
1: Party. Controversial Tyree, in our DMs. Tyree does not
0: like <laughs> it. Um, he told me every which way that he didn't like it. It's rainbow colored. It's French. So she's wearing this getup that, let, let's talk about this getup. It we is, it's it. a crop top that has multicolor rainbow fringe is the best way i can describe it both on her shoulders like it's got these epaulets basically then she's got a long maxi skirt that is also fringe multicolor rainbow and then she's got little like silver silver it looks like maybe Christian Louboutin she's got on that she, is a mess oh no
1: <laughs> i i appreciate her wearing Givenchy mm-hmm. but i do think that it's the Vanity Fair party. and She's working with a high-profile stylist. And that was just one of, like, the leftover options or something. But I do not care. F- I mean, like, she looks great. I, I mean, I love her. She looks great. But this is not one of my favorite looks. I think the shoes are Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Like, there's something about this oh, that no. I I'm not... Feeling, we, but- are <laughs> we are not
0: connecting. We are not connecting
1: But, this I mean, she. I mean, like, uh, G Manchi is a great brand. She's at the Vanity Fair party. She looks amazing, so.
0: She looks happy. Yeah. I agree that, like, this isn't it. This isn't a best-dressed moment, but I think it is a moment, yeah, if that makes sense, for, for sure. her and for her team. Again, you said, like, she's in Givenchy. That's a huge get, especially yeah. for someone who is so, like, she's such a baby at this. So, I mean, if she's already starting and stepping out in Givenchy and Christopher Kane, like, she's one to watch, for yeah, sure. She, for sure, she she's is. She's on her way. And then we want to talk a little bit about Alexa Demi, our Maddie Perez, and her red carpet style. I will say, so far out of our care, I feel like Hunter is a lot like Jules on the carpet. Maddie is, I just called her Maddie. Alexa Alexa is Maddie and Maddie is is Alexa. Okay, so
1: then that is for me problematic, I think. Okay. Maddie is very promiscuous. Mm -hmm. That outfit, like my favorite outfit is a little out there, Yeah, like Christina Aguilera. Yeah, (laughs) Christina Aguilera. So hopefully they can take, Maddie and channel it a little bit better versus being... You want it to
0: tighten up shop, you mean? Yeah,
1: just more a sophisticated look or just not so thrown together.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Zendaya and Hunter, Mm -hmm. they're working on a cleaner look. Yeah. Which... Not necessarily, like, clean look-wise, but, like, it works for them. Yeah. So I don't want her to get, like, Alexa lost in the Maddie character. Got it, The way she dresses.
0: Yeah, because you're right. Maddie's character, she'll go from these cutesy little sets that are, like... Very demure and, like, girly. And then, like you said, she's in a Christina Aguilera dirty outfit. <laughs> Some of her, it's a little Richter scale. It's a little up and down and up and down. But
1: Alexa, she's had a couple cute looks. I think there's only one that I'm like, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't have done that. But, again, she's young. She's fresh. Like, this is super fresh. a and few cute. of these people's first shows. So it's a mm-hmm. few of their people's first red carpets. And I'm sure they're going to grow from what they've done. So, Will
0: you talk a little bit about, Um, you were saying that she had that Matt collab that she did and like she does like makeup because oh, kind yeah, of yeah. Alexa's okay. thing.
1: Because we were talking about like how the character transforms their style mm-hmm. into real life. And I was thinking that Alexa was not necessarily focused on what she looks like because she's more into makeup and like the accessories. So like the whole look is not, necessarily what she's going for because Mm -hmm. she just she's interested in other things. Yeah. But I didn't know she had a Mac collab. Oh yeah,
0: she got a Mac (laughs) collab. I couldn't tell you the name of it. I just know that I saw it. It was getting promoted. I think that's lovely for her. And it makes sense. You can tell that both her character and the actress um, loves makeup. Like you said, loves the nails. Very glam. I thought it made sense when I saw that her and Mac partnered up to do something. Like that was a no-brainer. And I
1: think it helps because we really only know like Hunter or Zendaya. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps the other cast that they're on HBO they're on a show with Zendaya so their style is just gonna pick up definitely people are gonna realize like oh I We can't touch Zendaya, but we can have Alexa.
0: Yeah, they want to have association, you know, with Zendaya. That makes a lot of sense. So we've got another actress and character, Sydney Sweeney, as Cassie Howard. And Cassie, she's sweet. She's trying. Cassie is, (laughs) she's (laughs) like a little follower. I wish that she would get, like, she's so insecure. I wish that she would just get some confidence, this poor girl. Mm -hmm. So her father is out of the picture as well. He OD'd a long time ago and her mother is unfortunately an alcoholic and absentee parent and so she looks for love acceptance and validation in the wrong places. And she looks for that validation through men. And so she has another problematic relationship. She's dating a college freshman who used to go to their high school. He was like the football star, but there's some sexual abuse going on there, which is really tough to watch. She puts up with it and just my heart breaks for her. She just seems so, so sweet. And that's reflected in her costuming always pink, a lot of lace, a lot of boob, a lot of short
1: numbers. skirts. Uh, I think of, like, Britney Spears, like, Hit Me Baby One More Time era. That's cute, yeah. Because it's, like, the tight white tops with her cleavage out, her skirts. Like, she's wearing, like, jean mini skirts. Mm -hmm. But you can definitely tell she's, like, a little insecure or a people pleaser. But she also always has, like, sex. On her mind, I guess. Like, I don't know what it is with these kids, but...
0: That's her weapon of choice. That's what she yeah. uses to fit in is her, but her sexuality. And her boyfriend
1: called her out on that, too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And she doesn't do it purposefully, which is even more sad, as she doesn't necessarily... Because she's looking at him all wide-eyed and wondering like, what's the problem? Well, yeah,
1: because he wants to have, like, serious conversations mm-hmm. and she's, like, ready.
0: Yeah, she's ready to jump his bones. <laughs> and he was like, girl, I was trying to tell you I'm having a bad week. Like, I'm not <laughs> trying to sleep with you right now. Which is sad, though, because it shows how young she is to be honest.
1: But it goes with like the casting and the costumes like Mm -hmm. from her not talking and just like entering a room or like just being a part of like a group combo. You Mm -hmm. can tell like she may be a people pleaser or she may be like the quiet person in the corner
0: She's a little bit of a wallflower, even yeah. though she's a dance squad member and everything. And she's best friends with Maddie. Like, she's a popular girl. But, yeah, there's just something about her. She's almost as much of a loner as Rue. It's just she has more people around her than Rue has. Yeah. But they are both very similar in their isolation. Because she's she's very confused, I think right. Cassie is. And I'm glad that her character doesn't look confused, though. She's got a really <laughs> tight look. Yeah. And I do love the Britney Spears. She does. She looks like a little pop star. That's yeah. a great... Great way. Wasn't there, like,
1: an outfit that you wanted to talk about? Oh, my gosh. She-
0: Cassie's prom outfit was from House of CB. It was this little satin tank slip dress that had, like, crystal straps. Very basic, very, like, straightforward, not basic in a bad way. I had a client who had to have this dress. Not from the show, but, like... I put two and two together that I was like I think I just saw that dress like on an actress in a show so I went back looked and I was like that's that dress so I dug around it was not available anywhere none of the stores had it I was in the depths of hell of eBay and all kinds of places I did finally find one and we were able to secure it and it was a genuine one it wasn't a knockoff because that was another problem but that dress it sold out immediately after she wore it it was in two colorways she wore the pink and the pink was just gone I was able to secure the champagne color one for my mm. client but even that one that's now sold out too and like I don't know if it's gonna be one of their like you know bodies that they bring back for House of CB but yeah I just wanted to shout dress. yeah that'd be cute the Sydney dress. I just wanted to shout out that yeah that dress was a whole look for her character and her
1: I'm glad that you said that because like working in like PR and like working in styling mm-hmm. people think like once you put something on someone in the red carpet or once you put something on someone in this show, people want that. People want to buy it. So Mm -hmm. like that's, Cool that you found a dress that was on.
0: Yeah, I loved that (laughs) moment. And going to her red carpet, Sydney. So Sydney is something that's in the works with Mew Mew. I feel like we're going to see this girl in a campaign because she wore Mew Mew to the Euphoria LA premiere. It was custom Mew Mew. So, I mean, let's not get it twisted (laughs) like she had it customized. Then she also wore another custom little pink gown to the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood LA premiere. That's not the only time she's worn Mew Mew. I've seen her wear it at least three other carpets, major carpets. She wore Mew Mew to the Vanity Fair Oscar after party as well. I just feel like they, her and her team are letting us know Mew Mew is it. Mew Mew is where it's at. We should be looking to see something there soon. I feel like she's going to be another one of the faces, you know, following the likes of Elle Fanning. I think okay. should
1: watch. So that's what I was going to say. It's like she kind of gives me like an Elle Fanning. Mm-hmm. When she say like Mew Mew Elle Fanning, I see that. Yeah. and I also think Mew Miu, Miu is catering towards like a younger audience, like a young, very much or like so the people that are growing into their brand. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see her as a 'cause Mew, Mew Mew does girl. a lot
0: of yeah, they do a lot of the Stranger Things cast. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of the cast of this show, Euphoria. They also do a lot of work with up and coming indie stars. Like they're very into that. But also
1: their color schemes are very like pastel y mm-hmm. or like solid. You can definitely tell Mew Mew when you yeah. see it. It's so, very sweet. So I think like with her I could definitely see her in Mew Mew yeah. and her team putting her in Mew Mew mm-hmm. is like telling the Mew Mew team, like, <laughs> we need her.
0: Yeah, she's another character quite like Maddie and Alexa. I think that Sydney and her character Cassie are very similar as yes. far as, like, what they're wearing. Like, I see the actress and I'm just like, oh, okay, like, that's just Cassie, but, like, more polished, put together. That's, like, the Hollywood version of Cassie, that, like, what we see her on in the carpet.
1: For sure. She carries more confidence in real life. Oh, for sure. So it's, sure. like... It's her character, but an elevated, sharper version.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're getting into one of your favorites next.
1: Ooh, Barbie <laughs> Ferreira. Barbie Ferreira plays Cat, mm-hmm. And at first we weren't going to really talk about Cat. We had just, like, whoever we had in mind. And I think it was, like, maybe the second episode where I was, like, who is... Is this girl? Like, mm-hmm. who is this girl? And um, I believe she is an a Brazilian, American Brazilian plus size model. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell that I don't know what episode it was where I was like, wow, she transformed into a person. She started wearing like the chokers, yeah, the tight dresses. People were noticing, like, who is this? Like, are you new? Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. It's cool because like she's famous online. And I love how, they. Like, she's very smart. She reads. Can you
0: talk about why she's famous online? We have to talk about why she's famous. She is famous because she writes fan fiction about one direction.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: No, it killed me. Yes. That whole storyline killed me. She was walking, stomping through that hallway because she was on chapter five of her book. And I, I just was like, oh, no, not the fan fiction. So, yeah, she's famous online.
1: She's She's famous. <laughs> well, actually, but she became famous through a sex tape. Oh, yes, she did. That but was another. she finagled her way out of that yep. because she is famous online doing.
0: I forgot about that. She lost her virginity on camera in a really demeaning way. But luckily, her face was obscure. You can obscure. tell it was her. Yeah. But
1: that is what created her new persona because mm-hmm. People started like commenting, like, oh my God, I love this part about you. I love this part about you. Yeah. And so she just took reins and was like, okay, like, I'm a good writer. Yeah. I'm sexy. No one knows that this is my room. Yeah.
0: And she embraced her size. Like, I do like that the transformation Mm. helped with that. But honestly, if you look at her character, like Kat in the beginning, Kat was wearing little denim dresses that were tight and, like, little plaid things. Like, I don't think it was that she was ashamed of her size ever. It was just she comes across more powerful because she's using her sexuality and her clothing to make more of a statement because she's just kind of showing, like, yeah, I'm, like, large and in charge and taking it back. And I think that it was nice to see a character before her her evolution, her swan moment. I liked that it wasn't the cliche plus-size girl in mumu, Mew kind of, like, caftan, billowy, just big girl dresses. It, yeah. it, it wasn't that. She was wearing some cute pieces. And
1: she wears separate. She wears tight mm-hmm. things. And, like, being in a crew house her group is like they're all friends they're all like kind of cool girls it helped show her go from like I would say like a homebody or like a, a more quiet person mm-hmm. and then transitioning into a person like one of her friends, I guess, in her own way. Like, she was still sexy. She was covered up. She had more confidence. Yeah. So I think the way that they did that, it wasn't, I guess, demeaning or something. It was kind of like, oh, she transitioned, and now she's like... But I
0: will say, so it's a lot of dominatrix stuff. It's a Uh, lot of like, yeah, like PVC. And I'm like, can we get some like L'Agent provocateur in here? (laughs) Like, could we maybe get like an Alice and Olivia or like like a Betsy Johnson? Like, could we get some, I want some Oscar de la Renta slip dresses. Like, I just think that we could, I get that they want sexy and they want very like proud and dominant, but like the The Hollywood Boulevard sex store looking costume she's wearing sometimes when she's out uh, really stun me.
1: <laughs> but she is in high school.
0: I just don't get it, <laughs> and I wish that we could step it up there. I'm really hoping in season two. I don't want them to take it back that she's wearing what it is that she wears, and she's so dominant. But like, it does get a little costumey for me sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. I agree.
1: I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> You stumps me.
0: Yeah, no, that part stumps me a little bit. So I'm hoping in season two that we'll see some better character development than her think,
1: Is her that a cliche character? It is, or I like, think. So you just want them to take the cliche look and elevate it to Mm -hmm. designer.
0: To make it just a bit more approachable because she's one of the characters, you know, when I see her walking down the hallways in school, I'm like, there's just no way. The minute a teacher would get, like, eye lock with her, she'd be in the principal's office with all of that, all those corsets, all that, like, the get-ups. The
1: skirt is, like, barely covering It's too, too
0: much. The other girls also, they're very, like, you know shorts and tights and stuff but like it's presented in a way it's not so in your face the way that Kat is Kat's just yeah. super like you see her and it's like sex and neon lights on her forehead basically I have a question for you cause like those sure. are those are sort of our like round out of characters for the show like for the main girls are there any predictions you have for season two of like how these girls are gonna look and evolve cause it did get picked up for a second season
1: on the show <laughs> or in real life
0: Um, on the show
1: Um, On the show, I think they're going to keep going with their looks. I mean, hopefully they do elevate Kat's look. Also, a couple of the guys, I don't have their names in front of me, Mm -hmm. but I do like a couple of the guys' looks. Like, yeah. they look like teenage boys I would want to They wear. did
0: really great with the men. Like, yeah. the men are the least problematic with yeah. their wardrobe because it's believable. You know, like, Nate, because Nate is, like, the main, like, jock. And he's a T-shirt and jeans kind of guy, but, like, it's, it's a lot of
1: to do with and his, his like, polo- like I think in the first episode, like, all the guys are wearing, like, polos or sweatshirts mm-hmm. or T-shirts. Guys are pretty easy to dress, but I do want to say that they do a good job on the men's dressing.
0: Yeah, very uh, believable.
1: The girls' cast, I just hope they're going to continue. Like, why would you change Yeah, something? Maybe in season three or it's season four. Not broke, four. don't fix. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep going.
0: Yeah. All I just want to see is, like, elevation because I love watching Euphoria. Like, when I'm watching it, I am looking at what these girls are bringing to the table and how they're dressing. Because, like I said in the beginning, their costuming is such a huge part. It's a character in itself. It is, yeah. For the show.
1: And, honestly, Euphoria, I mean, like, I wasn't really crazy about it. But I do think that their costumes... Helps mm-hmm. just because it's not realistic to high school, not at as, all. And like uh, Rue's drug problem is like out of control. Like yeah. I wish she would just stop, but you have to keep writing the show. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I hope that you guys have enjoyed our exploration of Euphoria on HBO. I don't know when second season is is coming because unfortunately COVID like they were one of the productions they actually were on day one when like production around Hollywood shut down so we don't know yet we can't tell you guys when season two will be out but season one is available on HBO go and HBO now and I would highly recommend it not just for the drama Which but HBO the go
1: is going away oh they're bye. changing it to HBO Max I want to say
0: well there we go look at us giving you the scoop on HBO <laughs> yes. um, but yeah I hope that you guys enjoyed this this is so much fun to talk about out. again the costumes bring these characters to life and I, I think that they, it's unsung heroes yeah. it, the costume designers In the are. costume
1: designers when you think of doing TV shows you have to get multiples you have to mm-hmm. go back to find the same exact outfit Continuity, to like it. It's a lot of work that goes into being a costume director. So they do a good job, definitely, on Euphoria. I
0: think Heidi Bivens and her team are are killing it. And as far as I know, she's coming back for season two. So I'm excited to see what Miss Bivens brings to the table for these young ladies and gentlemen. But that's it for episode one of the DM. This was so exciting doing this.
1: Yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us.
0: Yeah. And thanks, Tyree.
1: Thanks. I love
0: talking with you. You too. All right, bye, guys. All right, so that wraps up episode one of the DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brianne and AudreyBrienne.com.
1: You can follow me, Tyree's Style S s-t-y-l-e or Style.com.
0: so you guys can find us at the DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device thank you so 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 much for tuning in to our first episode I hope you guys really enjoyed this this was super super fun thank you bye, bye guys